and welcome to the Diablo podcast, your home for Diablo tryhards, Diablo diehards, hardcore and casual alike. Uh, I am your host, Amp, and I am joined today by my lovely co-host, Nineball. Oh, hi. And back for a victory lap, the man, the myth, the legend, Nineball. Nineball, nerd words. <laughs> no, you should, you should just introduce Nine again, actually. Yeah, great. just... Hello. Yeah. You, you, I would... Where, where, uh, I mean, where it, is... Where, there been, we go. It, is, it has been too long. Um, yeah, I've, yeah. Gotten, I've gotten your name and your face. Uh, nerd words. Hello. Hi. I'm here. Uh, and we, of course, are brought to you by PureDiablo.com, your home for an ever-growing Diablo community, an expansive wiki, and, of course this podcast uh head on over and take a look at all the new updates that have been pushed out on the site and catch up on all the latest news courtesy of gazarek who's just been pumping out articles left and right guys um it is uh, impressive it brings me back to the old days of diablo.ii.net uh, where uh, like just writing there i kind of felt nostalgic where i'm like oh i should maybe go back and then i was like no that's a lot of work uh so kudos to gazarek who's just doing uh, a lot of good over there uh i didn't think which i i want to stop you there for a second because i don't think a lot of people do realize just how much work goes into writing like those articles and such like because you know obviously anybody can like copy and paste like uh you know like here's the latest news boom and then just send it out but actually like even adding like a couple of paragraphs of your own notes and stuff like that can uh and take a while in order to go through if you want to like research you know uh things that have happened in the past or anything or going back and having to find old articles to then relink in the new one it uh yeah doesn't doesn't get a lot of uh doesn't get a lot of people going through and noticing how much that actually goes into it yeah no i uh i definitely do appreciate being able to read things um obviously there's some irony here we're doing a video and audio podcast um, but I love to be able to just like quickly read things as opposed to watch a video. It, I don't want my news in a in a in a video format. I want to just read it, right? Uh, hence why we're not a news podcast. So don't tune out. We're, we're not going to do that. Um, but I, I like that quick medium, and I do appreciate those who can do it well. And you are right; it is a lot of work, and it's been a while. Uh, I think the last time I I actually got into uh, behind the site, I was uh, posting an article about uh, the release of Gas Giant Games with Jay Wilson, uh, but, and it took me forever to remember anything. So good on those who are, are out there doing the good work. Um, we came together today, one, to recognize our new co-host, the Duriel Bag. Uh, bring him back up. Show them off to the people. Uh, again, this is just so impressive. And sorry, I'm having I... a lighting issue uh, in uh, in the room right before starting recording. But yeah, yeah, burial bag always a win. It is pretty awesome, and honestly, that's the kind of stuff I want to see in the, uh, the Blizzard shop. I would, I'd be spending some cash on that. Plushies sell. Yeah. Plushy bags sell. Okay. Um, 
what did we actually come here to do? Well, we came to talk about the season because we are, it is, uh, well, for you, Leviathan, and maybe anybody else out there, it's November 19th. The season's been rolling for a little bit. We still have about two months left to go. And I want to see where everybody's at. Talk a little bit about the new updates that will be coming soon. Reflect a little bit on the old update of the Living Steel changes. And then, you know, kind of speculate uh, what is still left in store. So, I mentioned it before. We didn't have you on for a little bit here. Nerd words. This is your opportunity. This is the this is the sorcerer victory lap. How's your season going? Good. I don't I don't know if it's a sorcerer victory lap to be celebrating a bug that will be fixed inevitably. Uh, maybe not in the season, but it will be fixed. There's no way uh, unless they just scale the whole game up and give someone else or all, all the other classes a bug. We're we're gonna get it fixed, right? There's no way. Uh, but it's been really fun. Uh, I had anticipated going. Uh, I was really wanting to stick with fire this season, uh, but that would have been stupid because ball lightning's out of control. So might as well rock what's out of control, right? Um, but no, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, I've definitely enjoyed it a lot. I actually have two level 100s. I have a druid as well. I did level the flea bag up, uh, enjoying it very very much. It's the using the the dolmen stone build. Um, but yeah, so that's been really, really cool. Um, I, I actually, it it felt more sorcery for a while than even the ball lightning build did. So we're, so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, I've just been bouncing back and forth, leveling glyphs, you know, getting ready for the abattoir. I honestly, my glyphs could have been level twenty one at this point, but I've been bouncing between the two characters and farming durials for like friends and the girlfriend and stuff because I don't really have a need for any of the uber uniques at this point on any of my builds. Because um, I'm not dropping Tempest Roar, and I'm I'm not gonna drop. Uh, there's not. I don't want to drop God Slayer's Crown on the Sork, so I don't want to Shaco for real. And uh, yeah, so I'm not really farming actively the Uber Unique piece, but I've really enjoyed the boss farming. They are loot pinatas for sure. Obviously, super yeah. easy to kill once you get through that first leveling bit. But you know, I still think I still think it's been fun. It's definitely. I mean, look, I played this season more than I played in uh, season one, uh, and you know, I would say probably even longer. I don't know about longer than season zero, but, you know, still playing quite a bit. Um, and there's still more stuff coming, which is awesome, too, which I know we're going to talk about in a little while. I, I think that the the mid-season dump is awesome, and I hope that that continues in some form or facet. Maybe not to the level or degree, but getting not necessarily extra content to do, but even just, like, adding in those, like, the unique rings gave me another reason to log in and, like, kind of check it out. I farmed it very, very fast, <laughs> but um, to get, a, a you know, a, a max rolled one, a really nice one, got to farm a little bit which is good and it still gave me some more materials to farm more durial which was nice so it was all synergized um yeah i think this i think the diablo 4 is in the best state that it's been so far um i do think that the game is very easy right now um and um i'm hoping to see that tick up a bit with abattoir of zir which I, i'm excited about for sure but yeah i've had a lot of fun this season for sure and Storks definitely, uh definitely <laughs> i mean look we we may be doing well but i don't know if it's a victory lap we're not we're not one-shotting you know, Lilith, like some other classes are. Um, but we are doing very well for ourselves, for sure. Well, how is your season going? Uh, it, it's it's funny him going through and saying that he's got uh, two level 100s when I'm sitting at 99 and a half. So, 
Yeah, I'm almost there. I, I had, I had, I've been, I've been busy. There's been some things I've been having to do. You know? Yeah, I didn't get to yeah. go to BlizzCon. I chilled at home, so. Yeah, you should, you should come out next year. It's fun. I, Good I time. may do that. Good time. I may do yeah. That. Um. But uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been pretty good. I did actually get an Uber unique. Uh, it's the uh, the the Ring of Starless Skies, which unfortunately ended up not being like as good for my build, you know, uh, or what I planned on playing as I had hoped that it would be. Um, you know, it's the it's the ring that every time that you cast a core spill, uh, a core skill, it reduces the resource cost by twelve percent, stacking up to forty percent. And then it resets if you ever cast a non-core skill, and literally anything. You cast a um, Blood Mist, it all goes away. Uh, and so it's just, it wasn't as good as just having like Umbral or, um, shoot, what is the, uh, the aspect? Um, it's the, uh, which, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the actual aspect. Um, but it's like I think it's like Rathma's Chosen or something. It's where Blood Orbs refund Essence when you're healthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, though those two things I can just you know, um, Blood Nova indefinitely. Sorry, Blood Surge, not Blood Nova anymore. Um, I can do that like indefinitely, running through a dungeon, and when I get to a boss, it still is like really fast. Uh, but going through and swapping out to the Uber Unique, and it just became really really janky. Like I'd have to set up the uh, the build beforehand, get a get like a, a whole bunch of blood orbs set up with the um the, the blood orb essence because it's a ring so i can't have i can't have both of the other resource um aspects um just have a whole bunch of blood orbs set up you know then go through uh drain all of my resources stacking the buff to maximum and then picking up all of the uh blood orbs to then refill my essence to then cast it at the reduced cost and even then it still was just it was just jank as opposed to having the two other ones and just mindlessly casting it, so um, here's here's hoping that they buff it. I don't know, or maybe maybe it's just you know it's like it's like one of those uber uniques that you really just have to build around. Uh, and you know, well, I will continue to go through and farm and see if I get something cool. I don't know, like grandfather or Shaco, um, uh, in anticipation for the avatar coming up soon. I have a buddy who's run exactly as many Uber dur or Durials as I have and has found both a Shaco and a Grandfather and then started a Necro because of it. They played Barb mm -hmm. uh, and they found both. Uh, so they rolled a Necro to try that out. So, Nerdbirds, uh, with your two 100s, uh, what's your Uber rate right now? Uber rate? Um, like how many Ubers have you found? Uber uniques? Like you're swimming how, in them, I assume. How, how, many yeah, have, no. how many have you salvaged? Uh, zero. I found zero. Um, I found zero. I've done close to 200 durials, and I found zero uber uniques. So, um, I found everything else I've ever wanted. Um, remarkably pretty quick. Um, but yeah, no, no, no uber uniques. So just uh, honestly, I find more value in farming durials for the 925 item power items. Yeah. And just trying to get great rolls on those than I do for the uber uniques. You know. Um. That's really kind of like been because like honestly like running around and, and farming Helltide or you know the blood harvest and all that stuff. Um, I'm just salvaging everything just because I'm getting you know a ton of 925 from Durial. I just you know kind of min max those best I can. Which is actually like a really good point because that he drops only 925 items. I think it is default like you just mentioned. It's like devalued every other yellow item in the game. Yes, it has. Yes, yeah. it has. Because some. 
like mind you though there's there's like a min maxing armor, there though yeah like armor and rings i know like they're not as like it's not as like big you know um because like once once you're what is it once you're over like 825 that's it like you're you're good you've got the effects technically. yeah okay technically yeah 80 because max life and max mana and max essence and all that roll higher if you go past or once you hit 880 i believe it is yeah so it's not it's not as needed um to get the 925s but it's just it's easier because you know that there's this source in the game that everything that he drops is 925 and it doesn't matter yep. you know uh, for anything else yeah i literally just killed ariel a bunch throw all the 925s in my stash and then spend two hours just going through it all <laughs> bringing out the reading glasses. Yeah, right, yeah like yeah. like the carbot video yep every time i do it i feel like i'm that barbarian it's great uh, well i can say and i feel like i'm going to jinx myself yeah you better knock on some so, wood dog i every time i talk about my character on this podcast i end up dying rip city so next episode i'll let you know i'm preemptively Which typing hurt. f in chat right now yeah f's in chat team f's in chat currently the season has been great i have not died at all um i have a level 96 druid 96 and a half maybe and i've done everything outside of uber lilith and then uh, you know trying to push into the high level nightmare dungeons it has been remarkably different than what I went through in season one or in season zero. I have enjoyed every single playtime that I've logged in. Nothing has felt too laborious. Uh, and maybe that'll change once once I'm level 100. I can recognize that that there might be that. But even when I'm not getting that much experience, just logging into a blood harvest and just mowing down vampires is fucking awesome um i have been playing with my build constantly to try and figure out how to work dolman stone or storm claw i changed over you know like i i've i've done so many different variants and i will argue that resetting an entire paragon board does suck uh that is not fun having to go back and do all that clicking and i've done it like eight times in the past five days i don't enjoy don't enjoy it at all but it is significantly cheaper than it's ever been so i'm not going to complain and more gold than I, than I know what to do with but it has been so amazing so far and the other side part is and i will say this if i die tonight because the second we're done with this podcast i'm gonna jump on and just grind out some stuff but if i die tonight i'm so excited to go play a barbarian watching them just absolutely delete world bosses left and right that I want, I want to get in on that. And the only thing that's holding me back is this level 96 druid, because I, I'm committed to him. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a marriage, right? I'm not going to cheat on him right now, but if he dies, I'm free to pursue others. There's right? a statute of limitations there, right? You got to wait, like you can't like jump right in in an hour. You got to. Yeah, it causes it causes some suspicions, you know. You got to write it out there, bro. Yeah. I mean, was, I'm was, not... this a, was this truly an accidental death, or was there some malicious forces acting upon it? <laughs> Look, I, I'm not trying to kill it because that would be a bummer. I want to get 
I want to get my 100. I want I want that experience. But I've got a few months yet, and <laughs> the Barbarian seems really cool, which is not something I expected to feel. And I I, I will argue that, and we'll talk more about the, the new things coming, but there have been so many different things I want to try this season that 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 definitely captures a lot of the diablo essence for me last envy looking right. in like oh man that'd be really cool i'm gonna go do that next i'm gonna do that next i'm gonna do that next and i didn't have that in season one season one it was just like eh, eh, no thank you but this and it's not just overpowered barbarians uh it's overpowered sorcerers <laughs> And Necros. Um, Necros hitting hard, too. And Necros. Yeah. Like, so every, it, everything's got something to make it shine. It, it's really funny that you mention that, because even going back into Diablo 3 for, like, the longest time, like, I would pick a build. I would play, like, that class, that build, and then, like, that was it. That was me for the season. Get the season journey done, play until it just it stopped being fun, and then that was, that was it. It was over. But just as you're going through and saying, like, I found the Zol Falls, X Falls, whatever whatever that ring is and it's like i i absolutely loved um uh my sever build you know and going back to like a shadow build even though i've already done it seems like uh, i could have fun doing that they they buffed minions uh incredibly i watched a video uh recently of someone going through and like one-shotting uh lilith well not like one-shotting but like killing her in under a minute with a minion build and it was just like damn i i like picked the wrong season to pick minions like last last season and so i've been holding on to a whole bunch of stuff because like last season if it if it wasn't like for minions it, it was sharded like i think i maybe used one stash tab and that was it this one i'm full again you know and there's a whole bunch of things i want to go through and try and i don't even remember the last time that that had happened like in d3 you know yeah, I think that's a that's a fair point. And I will say, like, having the different bosses to kind of go and fight has been enjoyable. Um, from the hardcore perspective, I did Duriel at 91 as a druid. I, I didn't feel, like, super overpowered. The fight did take a little bit longer. But, like, overcoming that and then getting... I had, like, enough mats to do two runs. I didn't know if I was even going to survive one, but I got through it. Ended up getting the Dolman Stone on the second run, and it just felt great. Uh, I've picked up a Tempest War run. at this point. I have like Dude, five it, of it them. It took now. me like 36 Durials, I think it was 36, to get a Dolman's on my Druid. Which sucks I, because I couldn't get it on a different class because it's Dolman Stone, right? So I couldn't right, like right. farm it and then go, oh, cool, now I have something to swap. Like I had to level and play as Pulverize for way too long, which was still fun. Um, and then go kill Duriel. But yeah. Jimmy yeah, I got I, I I can recognize I got lucky on that. I've only found one yeah. Tempest Roar so far. Um which was which was another item I had been chasing. Did not get the entirety of uh Diablo 4 so far until this season. Finally got it, was super excited. And now I'm not even using it because I'm more invested in these other other builds. But it's it's nice to have because again, if I die, hey. I could come back and try a build because I have that unique now ready to go. Just saying uh, though, Tempest War plus Dolman Stone's a pretty nice combo. Not quite in both. my build yet, but maybe, maybe I'll I'll do it. 
I want some more defensive layers. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess around. Uh, okay. So this season's pretty great so far. We still have two more months, right? There, there's still more to go. And and uh, no, Nervos, you did go. bring up that. Yeah. We got like these small content drops. We got the BlizzCon reveal. We got the malignant rings that came in, uh, what, two weeks ago at this point, um, which were phenomenal. It, 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 they've been fun to play with. Uh, I've used mine a little bit here and there. I don't have it currently equipped, but I might go back to it. But we've got more coming. And, you know, Macrobile Boy was on last episode. He got a chance to play a little bit in the Abattoir of Zir, which is, again, even as I was messaging you guys the rundown, I didn't spell that word because I still don't feel confident. But I can say it. So I know, Nineball, I know you know how to spell it. I and, and, and So after we had recorded the episode, I had to share with them that I did actually, like, I played an abattoir build in AOS, so it's like I know the word. Is it? I don't feel like it's that difficult to spell. It just doesn't feel right. You know, it's one of those words. It doesn't that, feel like, right. It's French. It's like yeah, like it, you start spelling it and you're just like, no, nah, that can't be right. That that's stupid. Uh, and then you have to second guess yourself the entire time, and I don't want to do that. Not to you guys. Plus, I think you're both a little. You're the, about you're my the one who's a teacher here, too, by the way. Exactly. See, that, <laughs> see, that's the kind of thing. Te- teaching so the youth. Like, oh, Zamp is an English teacher. He should spell things correctly. My degree's not in spelling, assholes. Um, okay. <laughs> it never was. Oh man. Okay. So spelling aside, we have the abattoir of Zir, that, that Macro did allude to being supremely difficult. Um, now, I am just, just on the precipice of hitting, you know, the end game, if you will. I have zero level 100s. But I know somebody who's got two. So, what are your hopes for this abattoir of Zir? words my hopes wow um i guess my hope is is that it is achievable it is a you're able to complete it and it is difficult in a challenge without being tedious or annoying um you know a, a lot of the like Nightmare Sigil 100s, right? I could run a Nightmare Sigil 100 on my broken, stupid, overpowered Sork or my Druid, my Dolmasone Druid. Also pretty powerful. I would say borderline overpowered, but, you know, I farmed a lot to get there, so I feel like it's earned. Um, that Dolmasone does not come easy for all of us, Mr. Xanth. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I could run a Nightmare Sigil 100, and depending on the affixes, I, I, like, breeze through it super fast, super easy, no problems, or literally cannot complete it depending on the affixes. Um, and so I hope that the Avatar of Zir is challenging without like the, like, can we fucking fix suppressor? Like mm. it's, it's so fucking stupid, man. Like it completely deletes like builds like in moments. I mean, obviously there's ways around it. You can teleport in or whatever, but like, I just feel like it's like way stronger than it should be because of how it impacts everything around it. Um, whereas in like Diablo 3, it was still impactful, but it slowed things down. So, like if I pop in as a ball lightning sork or as a dolmen stone, uh, st- uh, stone druid, my projectiles just disappear. 
they're just gone. And so I'm teleporting in with no with nothing going at that point. Whereas at least in the other one they would slow down. And even in the like the whatever the frost tidal wave thing is that slows things down. Like that slows them down but doesn't stop them. So the effect is there, it exists. It just feels like it's like way too strong. Um, I remember that from beta as well, too. I remember going, wow, this suppressor feels like it's really impactful. Um, but it's just things like that. Like, um, you know, I've, over the course of Diablo 4, expanded and, and evolved my expectation for what I want or I'm going to get out of Diablo 4. Um, you know, the one-shot mechanics, I still hate them. I still think that, like, it, it shouldn't exist. Like, the, the way they do in Uber Lilith, the way they do in some of the fights that exist in the game, they're going to be there, though. There's no way that they're not without it being a challenge. If not, we're just going to outscale everything very quickly. So I just, I'm, I guess my hope is that I don't hate it. <laughs> That's my hope. My hope is that I don't hate it. I am excited for it. I am actually playing the game to get ready for it. Min-maxing still, even though, like, it's only 1% upgrades here or there, there's more worth knowing there's something to test it against coming. And I'd like to be prepared for that. But, you know, if I just hate it, then I just won't do it. So we'll see how it goes. I think that there was actually a, a, a tweet from Woody yesterday or today, or he put out a video or something like that, that he said uh, no one is intended to finish the Abattoir of Zir when it releases. That yeah. he that he is uh, That he is setting his own expectations as to not being able to clear it. And yeah. uh, I've seen a lot of the, the theory crafters mm. out there going through and trying to update their builds uh, where they really, but it's, it's, it's interesting because some of the things that I've seen for them going through and doing in order to update the builds where what, some of the things that we've seen, like in Diablo three, where when people were first going to do the solo one fifties, you know, when that, when that wasn't like the norm and that it was like a very rare for them to do a lot of the times they were just going pure glass cannon like i'm gonna yeah. sacrifice you're gonna all die form. anyway yeah, yeah. i'm gonna sacrifice all forms of survivability in order to go through and max my damage but i've seen people have been going through and doubling down on the um just as much on the defensive mechanics and hitting certain defensive milestones to survive yeah. which i think kind of going back to one of the points that you were making is better because it's like yeah there, there's a difference between obscene damage and one shot one shot damage right. like you can right. have obscene damage that you can help mitigate or at least balance with defensive aspects uh, versus like just one shot mechanics where you just expect i'm gonna get killed in one hit so the goal is to not get hit well and that that actually elaborates on it much better than i did because that's that's exactly what i'm thinking what i'm thinking of you know is it like i don't want to get to a place where i'm like i don't care about armor i don't care about resistance at all because i'm gonna get one shot no matter what i do I want my gear and my my ability to play the game to work together to be able to be successful in the abattoirs, even if it's not completing it all the way, to be successful in it or or whatever yeah. I will deem as that as we get there, which is just more of a uh, proximity comparisons, right? Like your friends mm -hmm. and the people you're playing with. How far did you get? Oh well, I beat you, right? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, so we'll see. Like I don't expect to just like well, I just, I don't want to walk through it and I don't want it to be an awful awful experience. Um. And honestly, like, even if it is an awful experience, it's still, like, I'd rather get it now so they can test and, and, and really fine-tune and, and figure out what they want to do with that long-term or in Season 3 or moving forward with leaderboards and stuff. Um, I'm down for them to experiment and try this now. And, and I'm, yeah. I'm happy it's happening in the middle of the season because it gives me a reason to log in middle middle of the season, which I'm not, I don't do in Diablo 3. I haven't done in Diablo 4 so far, and I guess I'm going to now. 
Yeah, I mean, this, just just as you said, just having that um, mid-season content update is great to get you to go through, log back in, you know, continue to have fun with those characters while they last. Uh, and I guess it will be interested in seeing what they do. I, I, I think I've seen like some things that this isn't, like, this is a seasonal mechanic yeah. just for the seasonal blood, and so there's no guarantees that it's going to come back for next season, or they might do something similar but different. And like you said, uh, I'm I'm all open for them to experiment with different because this this is in game, you know this yeah. this is the in game that people have been uh, like yourself have been asking for, and yep. so it probably I like it it it's gonna be it it would be incredibly difficult and challenging to get it right on the first try. I'm sure, sure. there's gonna be a lot of um you know uh, you know points with which to take lessons from and learn uh, in this, but I'm just glad that they're doing it. Yeah. There's been some clamoring for like a world tier five, right? Uh, some people want that additional challenge. This to me feels like it is a nice middle ground to doing that of like, hey, here is optional, extremely difficult content that's going to scale upward. You can choose to do it or feel free to stick a world tier four and grind out your durials and just enjoy it. You don't have to do this. That to me feels right. But I, I do expect, and feel free to disagree, that this is going to probably be over-tuned at start. And we, I would expect we get a week one or week two patch going, eh, you know, we're going to scale back. We want you guys to get through level two at least. I I would hope that it's over-tuned as opposed to under-tuned. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I think though I will say though, I also hope that they also tune up some of the bosses that are in now. Um, like not necessarily in the season or right now, but like I hope they look at like making Duriel a little harder than he is right now. Uh, making uh Grigor a little more challenging, Beast in the Ice a little more challenging. Because these fights are cool, man. They're really cool, like they're yeah. they're really interesting. Doing them at like level sixty, which is way under leveled, was so much fun. Like yeah. they were so much fun. But why would you do that unless you're stupid like me? Um or my friends, we we just we were like, hey, you know what? You want to try it out? Like we can. We're, we rushed to World Tier Four. Let's go try out some content we shouldn't be able to beat. Oh, we beat it first try. Okay, never mind. I mean, it was still hard, but we beat it. Um, but you know, once you hit level seventy-five, let alone eighty, ninety, one hundred, it just becomes. I mean, you walk through it all, which is fine. Again, at some point, you're gonna trivialize. I mean, in Diablo two, you trivialize all the content eventually, anyways. You know, on on most characters, unless you're battling the immunity war. Um, Diablo 3, kind of the same thing. You kind of go as hard as you want to go on the Greater Rift scale. But, um, yeah, I hope it is challenging. and I, But I also hope that it's interesting, you know? I Like, I second, completely second-guessed the season theme. Um, vampires just sounded dumb to me. <laughs> like, I just was not. But this has been the coolest, like, honestly, one of the cooler season mechanics that not just Diablo 4's had, but even, like, going back to Diablo 3, I've really enjoyed the season and the, the like... The lore wasn't a lot, but it was more than I expected. Um, I love the whole the ancients thing coming back in and and Ab and like, Zir and how that all plays into it. like it's all really cool. Um, so I've really enjoyed. It. And I think again that the from a Diablo nerd standpoint and a lore you know fan the way that Nine is, um, the world building that this game is bringing to Sanctuary has been cool, and all these characters and things and stuff that they're adding just continue to expand upon it, make it cooler. Um, but 
yeah, I hope it's fun content. If it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. If it's Nightmare Sigil 2.0, I wouldn't do it, right? So uh, I hate Nightmare Sigils. I still hate Nightmare Sigils. Um, I'm going to die on that hill forever. <laughs> I, in, in coming, I think that's an interesting point about Nightmare Sigils. Because um, this is a season where it's been very easy to ignore Nightmare Dungeons uh, entirely. That's not true. That's not true. I, well, in terms of getting from like 1 to 100 right that you, you, can, you can completely ignore them but you're man you're handicapping yourself oh, bad yeah you do need to go back you do want to get that power yeah. um but it think, has I been think, like, nice to do it on because i think what zanth is trying to, to say that like by the time that you're level 100 all of your glyphs are 21 in like in season one and then oh, now yeah. yeah and then this season you're like oh I need to I need to level these things up. You actually See, have to dedicate the time to it. I hit 100 in season zero, season one, and season two, and in all of them I was level 100, still grinding my glyph levels. So for me, it's been the same problem the whole time. And the problem is very simple: you do not get enough XP for your glyphs when you finish these fucking nightmare sigils. Like, please reduce the amount of time I have to be in nightmare sigils. I'd rather be in Helltide. I'd rather be in the Blood Harvest. I'd rather be doing stuff in the PvP area or fighting world boss. I don't give a fuck about these lame ass dungeons and their shitty mechanics. The best dungeons, Belfry and Goa. You know why? Because you can ignore everything and go straight to the boss, which is what we want. Please just give us that and make it easy on all of us. Dungeon crawling in Diablo is supposed to be a thing I look forward to, and I literally have to make myself do it in Diablo 4, and that sucks. I know, so you bring up two particular dungeons that are easier because you can just rush to the boss. Um, Path of Exile has a system within its endgame, the, the mapping system, where you can have a favorite map right mm -hmm. uh, essentially making it easier to run that map continuously as opposed to kind of being stuck at this random draw uh, of what am i going to get from a sigil uh, is it going to be one that i like or is it going to be something that is absolutely awful um, i would like to see yeah a, a crafting system for sigils where you can maybe target the, the ones yep. that you Let actually me pick do the dungeon enjoy. Give me the affixes you want. Give me the even give me a level range. I'm fine with that. Let me pick the fucking dungeon because I do not want to run conclave ever, like ever. Please. I and we talked about it a little bit. You you brought up suppressor. I have found that like poison and like poison spiders. Poison's yeah. way overtuned. Yeah. yeah. But it was in Diablo three and in Diablo two as well. Apparently right. Blizzard doesn't know how to tune poison. So, uh, yeah, it's bad. I. And it's been going around on Reddit as well, but like from playing hardcore, that's where I've had my my closest calls. And it's like I'm I'm I rush into a pack, and suddenly all those little spiders just pop off, and I'm just watching my health just go. I'm like, oh, uh, let's back off here. Dude, the trick there is and potions. Just play a sork, and with the protection passive, <laughs> every defensive you pop gives you a barrier and a barrier completely right. stops poison damage so like yeah if i'm teleporting if i'm popping flame shield or, or ice or sorry ice barrier or flame shield um any of my cooldowns that i use it stops the poison damage so as long as you don't use them all at one time like fat finger the whole row <laughs> then you're good you just gotta stagger them but yeah it's a uh, it's tough playing on the druid i've noticed that issue quite a bit as well well, I, I, it goes back to, you know, kind of what you're alluding, though. So, like, when I'm looking at Nightmare Sigils, uh, if if it's adding everybody's got poison damage, uh, yeah, no. Or if it's the, I forget which one off the top of my head, the one where I'm in a spider cave. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. doing that one. 
Uh, the dirt underpass, the Rocco Caverns. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a right. few. Yeah. Yeah. Any anything with that doesn't feel as uh, as needed, and that that's where I think like I would like a. And maybe it, it happens down the road, another pass at what Nightmare Dungeons are. I really do like Path of Exile system in which you have like a tiering and you can kind of like pick and choose a little bit more. Um, it, whereas we're we're very much at the whims of chance. And obviously it's a game built around RNG. But uh, we The RNG elements of Diablo hurt. 4 are not good RNG elements. <laughs> like the RNG like the like the fact that we're not getting this the I know this is like stuff that came from Blizzcon, but I haven't got a chance to talk about it yet. But uh, like the enchanting window, okay, I'm excited, but I'm not gonna fucking celebrate that with you. That should have been in the game. It should have been in the game at launch. Uh, it was in the game for Diablo three. It, it's been in the game. I mean, Jesus Christ, like rerolling affixes, but not seeing the pool of affixes you can pull from, is just just lack of oversight or a rushed product. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you 100. percent I think that um, Avatar presents a really unique experience. Um, and I'm going to be super happy about it. If it doesn't, and it's just more of the same or really, really obnoxious to run, I'm going to be very sad because I'm excited. And I do think that Zir is a cool boss. I think he's cool to fight. He's really creepy the first time you fight him. Like how he comes out of his like summoning area is really creepy and cool. Um, it's like a baby, but a vampire. Just but crawling like a, around the, uh, but the, like the whole a, map baby yeah it's so weird but I, but I loved it it's cool i don't know we'll see how it plays out but i just i wish sigils would just die in a bus fire and go away i think one of one of my my biggest Probably issues with, with one of one of my biggest issues with this thing uh and like in terms of like the difficulty scaling and such when it kind of goes back into the whole like world tier five because like if they make a world tier five what do you balance it because you yeah. have classes uh or specific builds that trivialize you know nightmare dungeon 100s and then you have other ones that struggle you know with like 70s you know there there's yeah. definitely there's a there's a gigantic range between like the worst build and the best build and even yeah. like when it comes to the best build you know like as everyone's going through and talking about lightning because it's just it's passive damage goes through does obscene amounts of damage can kill can go through and kill anything but it's not one-shotting lilith like a barbarian does you know Right. And so even even if you gave, if you had even higher difficulty stuff with more HP and such, like the barb would begin to like go through and pull ahead just because of how he can go through and set up his combos to just like delete, you know, and stuff like that. So um I think I think there is definitely there's there's some there's some further tuning with how things have to go through come together. Obviously there's, you know, like the um kind of uh, you know, is it broken? Is it not? Is it a bug? Is it not scaling on ball lightning versus, you know, just it's the, absolutely the, a bug. Yeah. Versus all of the, um, just all the multipliers that you can go through and stack on a barbarian to get a guaranteed critical overpower, you know, to, yeah. to one shot things. So it's, uh, there's, there's definitely, there's, there's, there's some knobs that need to be tuned to bring, you know that that window down between like the the best and the the best and the worst to before we really start thinking about adding more difficulties because if you put in like a world tier five and then you balance it to say uh blood surge necromancer it's still going to be trivial content you know for like a hoda barb or a uh, a ball lightning sork at the moment 
Well, and and I know Xanth had something because I'm, I'm I, t- I saw you perk up real quick, but I gotta say something real quick. Uh, I completely agree with you, Nine. And in my opinion, the same thing I said in Diablo 3, the moment where the player base starts calling for a higher difficulty, like when we went from Torment 6 to 10, and then 10 to 12, and then 12 to 16, the fuck are we doing? Like, when, when you when you have to make those calls, when that conversation is happening, the game needs a tuning pass. Like, we need to look at the tuning a bit better, right? Because you're exactly right. If we go to World Tier 5, then everything's going to get tuned up. And then we're going to go to World Tier 10, and everything's going to get tuned up. And we're going to get World Tier 16, right? And we'll be back in the same situation. I, I think just, like, we just need to get it more in line, fix the outliers, and go from there. I will go through and say I actually don't have that issue. I'm I'm fine with that because that's just going to be the natural progression of the game as they go through and they add more content, yeah. more powers and such. That you're you're either gonna you so I mean it's basically you add more world tiers for people to go through and have their progression, or you do like what World of Warcraft did has done multiple times and have a shrink where they just go squish. through and have like a gigantic squish where they go through and bring everything down. Um, in order to reset like the the world tiers, so there, well, there's, there's and, pros and cons I, to each side. And I will say that I was against the Torment 16 thing, and obviously I play a lot of Diablo 3, and I didn't end up having a huge problem with it. It just it it just feels insane when you've got that many numbers of difficulties in a game. Um, so I, my game that's was my out nervousness. like what was it? The game was out for like seven years when they added in like Torment 16. So? Yeah. No, like. They, they could have easily made the game Torment 1 through 10 and just balanced it around that and squished, and it would have been fine. Just, I don't see the point. But yeah. I mean, the, what you're saying is the same exact thing of having 16. It's like, what, what does it matter? I'm OCD is what's the matter, okay? <laughs> this one goes to 11. Um, okay. <laughs> I will say what doesn't tune my knob is World Tier 5. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm impressed that nobody made a knob tuning joke at all when you said it. So I, I felt saw you grin, so I knew something. I was just like, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah, the knob, uh, the knob comments popped. All right, that's enough innuendo for for this. Um, okay, I I want to shift away from the the avatar because there is there's a lot of unknown yet because you know, yeah. we haven't really seen it. Um, December fifth. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Nineball or Nerd I believe, I believe so, it yeah. is December fifth. Yep. So we're we're still a few weeks out. Uh, I would um I, I would imagine we hear nothing this week, but I wouldn't be surprised if we got one post Thanksgiving, like a, just a little teaser uh, of what we'll be seeing, because yeah, week before we should be getting some information. Um, yeah, I, I would say probably what is it the the how they've been going through and do th- uh, doing things the twenty eighth would kind of be like the the last day that they have because they've been wanting to give us those patch notes well ahead of time uh, for people to go through and uh, super analyze every single little detail in it. So right, and uh, I, I I do know what we do know about the abattoir is probably Nerdbird's favorite thing, is it does involve some heavy glyph leveling. So, you know, it really combines two of your favorite things, leveling glyphs and maybe overtuned content. Well, uh, so we'll see. We'll see. The problem isn't leveling glyphs. I'm fine with glyphs. I mean, I... My problem is with the Paragon boards and the glyph system altogether, I think it's over-convoluted for no reason. And then you add in a really annoying system to have to level them in, and with very small gains on that system. That's what makes it frustrating as shit to me. Um, if I if I did one Nightmare Sigil and got, like, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the perfect balance is, but I'm doing Nightmare Sigils for too long, <laughs> and I'm having to make myself go do them in this season when I'd rather be doing other things too. So it just feels even more glaring. It's better this season than it was, um, but I still hate it. I think that's fair. Um, okay, so Avatar is coming out. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be new, and that in and of itself is exciting at the at the December mark with you know the six weeks to go in the season. So you weren't on last week. BlizzCon happened. Uh, I'm going to give you five minutes. I'm going to give you a five minute rant about anything you want about BlizzCon. Uh, highs, lows, things you. Uh, you know what's grinding your gears, Nerdbirds? What's uh, what's grinding your gears about BlizzCon? With BlizzCon, and what what do you and what are you pumped about as well? Oh, I mean, I I'm excited for an expansion. Um, feel like that's a pretty soft, easy layup win there. Um, very excited about it. Um, again, curious that it came that the announcement for this came this fast. Um, I mean, good, cool, very excited about it. But that means it's been in development. Yeah, that is what she said. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I'm excited about that. I'm excited the prospect of fighting Mephisto, uh, the prospect of seeing what happens with Narell and, and the Soulstone and all that stuff. I'm ex- very excited to go to Karast uh, in that region. I've only talked about that probably half a dozen times in the last year on this podcast uh, with Nineball. So very excited about that. Um, I'm excited for all the story stuff that four people out there give a shit about. Um, and that's about it. Um, and I'm excited for Loot 2.0, which has not been talked about, but better fucking be talked about because it's the loot in this game is bad. There's moments that are good, but overall, on the grand scheme of loot in an ARPG, it is fucking terrible. Um, and it's getting more and more glaring as other things get fixed, right? As as the UI things get fixed, and these little bugs get fixed, and all that stuff too. It's just highlighting more and more that I don't give a fuck about damage to CC versus damage to close versus damage to stun versus damage to... F- I don't care. It's been beaten by a dead horse for months now, but it's, it's just getting more and more glaring. Um... I love the energy of the team. Um, I love getting more access to Adam Fletcher and Adam Jackson. Those two guys um, are just so filled with charisma and and filled with just joy for the game um, in ways that, like, Joe Shelley is too, um, but those two guys are infectious to watch, right? Anytime they're engaging with something with Diablo or being interviewed, I watched the the macro interview, which was fantastic. Um, I watched, I really watched all of the, the interviews that all the content creators did on the floor, and then, of course, the panels and stuff. Um, but Adam Jackson, he stood out to me that fir- remember that first campfire chat he was on. I remember being like, who is this guy? Like, I really enjoyed him on that. I just hope he becomes more of a mainstay because I just his passion comes through the game big time. Um, and then Fletcher, I mean, he's just God tier. That dude's amazing. Um, I think the biggest down like downside for me is that, like, I wasn't there <laughs> um, um, and not because I wanted to go because truthfully I'm too old and I don't really give a shit to go, but I missed all my friends, right? Like I miss seeing nine in person and seeing the whole Diablo content creator group. I mean, they're just some great, great people that, you know, I, I don't talk to a lot on, aside from interacting with here on social media and online here and there, but uh, in person, man, it's just like, it's like a family coming together. And it's, I do miss that. I got to go to BlizzCon three different times and, um, that was always the highlight, no matter what the announcements were, no matter what was going on. It was hanging out with the crew. Uh, was awesome. Uh, so definitely felt some FOMO, uh, for sure, for sure. And also um, sad that uh, Duriel got the co-host status before I did. Uh, that cheap little motherfucker. Because um, uh, I should. Uh, um, yeah, I'm definitely not buttered about that. But I also love that Duriel. <laughs> I think it's amazing, and I just want one for myself. But 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You have, no to, big... you have to get to talk to a Ludiana as a custom creation. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. currently, oh, I know. currently only two exist in the world. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, but no, overall, no big outrage. I was excited about all the announcements. Um, I thought they all seemed pretty cool. Uh, Warcraft Rumble's a fun little phone game too, which is pretty neat. Um, I guess I, if there's anything I would be disappointed in is that we didn't get the name of the next class. But based on the fact that everything else is fucking leaked, I think we already know. So I'm not really worried. Um, I want some questions answered if that is the real class, and I really need some more context and lore there. But again, for the you know me and Nineball and the other four people that care about that, we're probably not going to get that for a while anyway. So um, I'd really like another book. I guess that's my disappointment. I, I'm ready for the next Diablo book, and we don't have an announcement on that right now. So. Uh, how'd we do on time? Uh, three minutes. Oh, wow. You got two. Uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> wow. That was measured and reserved. And uh, no, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think it was a great BlizzCon in general. Uh, I, yeah, as we kind of talked about last week, very safe, but um, exciting. Uh, exciting to to see what season three is going to bring and uh who doesn't love a new expansion uh oh, I, I want there, there is there. there is one thing that i i would like uh to go through and mention um uh, from the uh the rant particularly about itemization um that obviously the the devs know that it's not where it needs to be Oh, 100%. Uh, but in, yeah. in in some of the some of the conversations going through, one of the great things about BlizzCon is like you just like walk up to a developer and go through and talk with them. And uh, like I'm, I'm I don't want to like drop names or anything like that. But going through and talking with like a couple of the developers, and the one of the biggest things for itemization is that there are some other fundamental problems with how the game itself um, works. And so like some of those things like vulnerability overpower crit scaling and them having to go through and rein that in uh in order to like get the the game to a, a more like balanceable state because when you when you have all of those things like these gigantic multiplicative uh modifiers where you get like some uh, uh obscenity um that there are still things like that in the game that they need to go through um and account for uh, because it doesn't matter if uh, you go through and begin to tackle itemization when there's these other like really big um, issues that they have. And so it is it is th uh, something that they're going through and working on, but they were just kind of like adding the context of there's other things that we want to kind of like fix and change. I think Macro kind of like mentioned this on the last show where you're like rebuilding the game, you know, like maybe not entirely from the ground up, but you're completely like changing how the game functions. And they, they, yeah. some of the conversations that I've had is that there's, there's a few more things that they need to go through and get better, um, you know, for any reasonable changes to itemization to actually matter. And so the, it is, itemization is something that they're 100% focused on and they're going through and working on. And there's just a couple of kind of like, a, there's a couple of things on the checklist that they need to, to finish off first before they get there. Is like one of those, is, is just from a couple of conversations I had while I was there. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. And that makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, they're going to have yeah. to tweak several things to be able to make itemization fit the right way. They can't just go in and change affixes to be something different and interact differently, mm -hmm. right? It's going to interact a little, uh, it's going to, it will completely change the game. But I think that, 
like kind of like what we had said, or I, what I, I know I at least said during launch was that I expect the game to be in a better place, in a more stable place, in a place that we can continue to grow from a year from launch. And we're really right on track for that, right? Season three, yeah. I bet we'll see some more tweaks, some more changes, some more content, right? Season four, we'll probably see similar things. And that's probably right around the time season four when the game starts feeling like, okay, this is really nice. And then that's right around the time we get a full trailer announcement for the expansion. And then hopefully a late 2024 release, provided that doesn't get pushed. Um, and then, you know, then we'll be in a really good spot. And then we'll have our LOD to you know, Diablo 2 Vanilla. We'll have our Reaper of Souls to our Diablo 3 Vanilla, which is exactly the way that this has gone for a long time. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no shock there. And again, I've already gotten hundreds of hours out of Diablo and I've enjoyed it. I just, the loot sucks. That's it. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I will state, and I think I had said it before, that this is some of the most fun I've been having in Diablo 4 since launch. Uh, Agreed. And if even with those caveats, even with like itemization needing to be improved, I'm still having a lot of fun playing, and there's still more I want to do. So that, and I didn't have that feeling in season one. I just wasn't as driven. And that felt bad. I mean, like we literally do a Diablo podcast and like season one, it was just, it was too quick after release. And then the season itself was very sparse. I just yeah. didn't feel it. This feels better. There's just so much more. Um, and speaking of more midwinter, midwinter yeah. is coming yeah. too. It's not just Avatar of Zero. We're going to get another another little fun event that sounds like it will be something that will be a continuous thing within Sanctuary. It's a holiday. It's So this one right. has nothing to do with the season. It's a holiday event, and so it's going to occur every year. And these are... It's not a lot, right? It's not something gigantic. But I kind of like these things to look forward to. Like in Diablo 3 with the darkening of Tristram. Yeah. Like it was it wasn't major, but it was it was just something different. It was just something kind of cool that added a little bit of flavor. Um, you know, having to get to go back and play your Diablo 3 character in like the 2D well, the Diablo 2-esque uh sprites was fun. I looked forward to that event pretty frequently because of that change of pace and and something like this does you know there's some cosmetic rewards you get to just see the world in a different light i'm all for it it doesn't have to be anything major but like having something else happening uh, is fun i'm well I'm, i uh, i think that you know for I mean, people that pe no, no people to play the, the world <laughs> of warcraft right that have seasonal events in world of warcraft it's the same thing right it's not a ton of content but it it's the world changing based on the things that are happening around it and the events that are happening. So it's one's going to give us a little more lore, which I'm really excited about, you know, like even if it's something about this holiday, um, it's stuff we have not seen before, which is cool. Um, you know, there's going to be new stuff to kill, cosmetics, things like that. But like, I always love like the Halloween events in World of Warcraft, the Christmas events, the midwinter, I think is what, wait, is it, it's not called midwinter. I forget what it's called in World of Warcraft. Forgive me. Oh, uh, yeah, Wintervale. 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 That's what it was. Yeah, yeah Wintervale. Um, like, so they have all, you know, similar things in WoW. But again, it continues to you know, just harp on that same thing I've been, that me and Nine have talked about for a while is that this game is fleshing out Sanctuary in a, in a way that we just have not been able to do ever, 
and this is going to continue with that, right? Because they're doing this. Okay, cool. Now we're going to see maybe a summertime, uh, you know, seasonal event, maybe a, yeah. an Easter seasonal event, maybe a Mid-Samar. Halloween one next year, right? You know, yeah. which would be really cool. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm actually probably more excited about that than I am the Avatar thing because I really wanted to see this. Again, this feels like world of diablo and less like a sequel to diablo 2 or diablo 3 and Mm -hmm. this is just going to continue to expand upon that which is awesome i think that's great one thing that i would like to see that you're going through and bringing up because like with the the midwinter it takes place um only in the fractured peaks it's it's relegated just to like kiovashad and its areas and i i like that because like one of those things is like kind of like always like if you try to like go through and like you're actually like role playing and you're like playing the game and like World of Warcraft and it comes up to Halloween, like sure it makes sense like in like Stormwind or something that they have, you know, the Halloween event. But then like are do the orcs really celebrate right. Halloween? Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then and then you go and then you go into like Outland and you're in a completely different world and they're like celebrating Halloween there too yeah. and like I'm in a parallel dimension and they're over sense. here. Yeah. So I I would like to see like to just make Sanctuary feel more like lived in that yeah. like these events take place in specific areas like like it would be cool that if we get into the winter months then you know. Kyobushad gets colder and like Skosglen begins to have snow, but obviously there's not going to be like snow in in Kejistan or Halazar, right? You know, so not to like just put like the winter gloss on the entire game, but yeah, to just keep keep the keep the the things um uh relegated just to like their little areas and such, because if they're going to go through and do say um something that's a bit more um you know like a Zakarum holiday, like sure, this is going to be like Halazar, where like what's left of the the Zakarum are, but like no one cares in Skosglen. There's no there's right. no outposts of the Zakarum in Skosglen anymore. So yeah, um, yeah. No, I agree, and I think that like you know seeing how the people of Kiovashad celebrate versus the people in Jikol and, and Kedbardu and mm-hmm. you know all those different cities like is going to be really interesting. Uh, and obviously it's going to be relegated to just Kiovashad, like you said, because why the hell would <laughs> <laughs> the druids over here celebrate the same things that they are so i think yeah. that that's really cool um and i'd like to see them expand that further like what if we had like a side quest that pops up of um you know people from kiobishad trying to go into kedbardu and trying to like spread their christmas thing <laughs> their midwinter thing and then like you have to like help fight back against it and like kill them or something i don't know there's they could really have some fun with that if they wanted to uh by the way also i do want to take a quick second just to acknowledge the fact that even though they didn't announce it it wasn't in the patch notes I do appreciate the extra added side quests that came into the game with oh, the new yeah. season as well, too, because they added some really cool lore moments as well. And again, and, for the six of us, B9 and the other four that I've mentioned several times already, uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, sure. just the, the added context that Lilith's corruption isn't over and that we actually yep. we got we got something that obviously the little seasonal quests have kind of like progressed some like story further, yeah. but not our story, as it were. Yep. Um, and just that one little side quest that they went through and they added in in the season uh, to go back down to uh, Navesk and, um, you know, see some character development, as it were, for the uh, the Wanderer, which is still yeah. is, I don't know if I mentioned it in a while, just having our character be known as the Wanderer is just, is it still is beautiful. It continues to be. I love it. So... We've got Midwinter, we've got Avatar, we have a lot of good things coming up. 
the only thing really left is the cow mystery. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last time. Nerdwords, have you been killing a bunch of cows? No. No, I'm not yet. Until it's figured out, I don't care. Um, I, I'm not I'm not one of those people that are going to go find out. I'll just wait until someone tells me what to do, and I'll go do it. So um, I've been following it very closely because I am intrigued, um, and I want to see what happens, but no. Nah. I've not done it yet. So Fair. That's fair. I also have not. I've killed some cows, and it was all incidental. It was not purposeful. <laughs> I kill a lot I'm of not... wildlife, incidentally. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to do it, but if they get in the way, it's going to happen. Um, oh, actually, one last thing, and it's kind of a nice fitting way to end here today. Uh, so the PC giveaway, the blood, the real life blood harvest, courtesy of Blizzard, uh, is underway. And in fact, the last day to enter will be tomorrow. So by the time this is out, it will already be too late. Too late. Uh, did both of you guys enter? Yeah. No. Get on it. You still got some time. I mean, I, I guess I will. I wasn't really that worried about it, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go enter. Uh, I don't um, ever win anything ever, so I just like I just stop trying. You gotta play to win, man. Okay, I need you to. I've won like ten different contests on social media with Blizzard, but they don't ship shit to Wisconsin, so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. Like literally, I've won like a ton of. Like, oh, this the state. Well, that I don't. Where did you get that from? Twitter contest. Oh well, yeah, so... I won. I've won several contests, but every time I like do it, and then like I redeem it, and then I fill out all the thing, and like, hey, you won, cool, whatever, and then it's like, oh, well, you don't live in an area where you can win. It's like, okay, well, then never mind. So I just stopped trying. Oh, don't give up, man. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your hopes. Uh, you got to follow <laughs> this through. I, I do remember that, like, in the early days of Blizzard, that because Florida had, like, lottery laws and such, and so it was always, like, one of those ones, like, this, this contest is, you know, throughout the entire United States, except for Rhode Island and Florida. And so it was just, like, that always sucked. Um, but yeah, I know we changed the laws like in 2010 and been able to enter stuff. Not that I've ever really, uh, won much of anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, I think it's, it's worth a shot if you have to have liked the post on Twitter and then, uh, tagged someone. So as of this morning, when I looked, there were 11,000 likes. So, and I, there's an Instagram one too, and I didn't look at, at that, but. It's a one in eleven thousand is what I'm thinking. I'm not. I'm not doing the math. Uh, and then I'm gonna assume of that eleven thousand, some people didn't even enter. They didn't do the next step, is which you had to take. Right. right. Like I, they're like. So, I, I actually have seen um, a couple of people on there that tagged a friend and didn't put the hashtag to enter the contest. See, then that's the other step. So. Of that 11,000, I'm going to go ahead and assume there's only 500 people. So it is a <laughs> 1 in 500 chance right now. The Zanth Zanth right now, bro. Come on, man. It is basically mine to lose. <laughs> and when I win, I'm going to invite both of you over, and you can look at it. And I think that would be nice. Um a nice little get together to celebrate my victory. Uh, no, I'm not going to win, and and that's okay. I think it's it's fun to enter. 
Um, and it, uh, honestly, it was a very cool promotion. I had joked, because my wife is in the blood industry, I had joked that when they were doing this, this would be a cool opportunity. Um, and she was like, no, we, we wouldn't do that. And then lo and behold, Blizzard ends up going for this. Because uh, it was when uh, Diablo was doing Hell's Inc. Like, oh, yeah, I get tattooed. It's like, well, would a blood sacrifice make more sense? Like, Zant's wife, I'm not going to say her name because she would be bothered, but like, hey, you guys should do something. Partner with them. Get people to donate blood. And so the fact that they got people to go out and donate is awesome. 666 pints total. Uh, and maybe even more from people who just didn't want to send it in but still went and did it. Um, that's that's great. I hope this is maybe... The, there's been some really cool promotions since uh, Diablo 4 really kicked off. I loved Hell's Inc. And I want that to keep going. I want that to happen in multiple cities at least once a year. It's not going to, but man, that would be cool. Uh, but this one, out of all of them, does seem very doable. Uh, and may maybe it's not always a PC giveaway, but for the most part, everybody got cosmetics, right? And in turn, they were able to help uh, a bunch of people get blood, which is always in critical supply. So it's good to see them doing good. And then, hey, bring back Hell's Inc. I need another tattoo because um, that would be fun. Okay. We're getting to the end. Any last thoughts, gentlemen? Well, now I need to go fill out for this damn contest, just in case. <laughs> I'm sitting here, well, I'm sitting here like second guessing myself, Honestly, to look back I... at like all the other contests that I won and I didn't get anything out of because I, they couldn't, and now I can't find any of the paper trail for it. So maybe I'm just crazy, but I know that I stopped because of that. So I as, I, I mean, as I kind of for... discussed before, you don't need to enter because there there I'm were leading play. up to Diablo Four, there were quite a few contests that they were doing, but they were like very limited areas because it was like a third party that was handling it, and they only operated out of like sixty mile zones from these areas because they're not shipping it; they're currying it. And so they have to, you have to be within like this area or whatever. Yeah, like the the butcher meat shake one, I believe, yeah. was one that like you couldn't get if you weren't in like New York and Chicago and LA. Or even the, the I put Hell's in, in Chicago too because I'm so close. I was like, I got friends, <laughs> I got addresses, I could get it, and it still didn't work. Um, but I mean, like I said, I it's it's super anecdotal. I just I, I'm gonna go fill this thing out now because whatever. So I'm gonna Love win, Zamp. Fuck you, buddy. I'm gonna win. Um, I will come over and look at it. I, I That's will, fair. That's fair. You know. Should should we twenty three and me the blood in the PC? Oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, that. I'm not as stoked about that, but you know, hey, what everything else is really cool. It it would be nice. Uh, everybody can use an upgrade. So, uh, yeah. Uh, at this time, uh, I would imagine. Uh, as this goes live, people have already, the, the contest will be over, and hopefully they'll have announced, uh, well, it does say they're going to use people in promotion. I did read that. So you'll probably see my face uh, next to the PC and <laughs> something like like this. Uh, and I realize now that I did that reaction shot that it's going to get captured, it and is. I'm sorry for any thumbnail you may have seen on YouTube. Shouldn't have done that. Should not have done that. 
Hey, just just think of it that uh, YouTube is testing out the multiple thumbnail thing, so that could actually be like three different thumbnails instead of just one. Nope, don't like that. Yeah. Don't like that at all. Uh, I'm not I'm like we're 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 dangerously close to post show conversation here. Um, <laughs> dangerously close. But you know. What? <laughs> You know what? I think if you have if you've gone through this episode, you deserve just a little taste of what the post show is like. Um, I'm a big fan of my face. I like I, I think I'm a handsome dude, but I, I don't think I've ever seen a thumbnail for this show where I was like, yeah, I tune into that. It just there's there's a disconnect. There's and <laughs> that that's not on brush. I think that's just a like I, I I don't I don't know about thumbnails. Anyways. We're getting into post show. Let's let's close it out as we always do with a moo. 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 Moo moo moo. Moo.